Welcome to the Who's on the Move podcast. I am your host, Alan Cooper. Today, we are going to be speaking with Ethel Bunch, the president and CEO of Sustain SC, an organization that is setting the table for conversations between businesses and local stakeholders so that sustainability investments can be made right here in South Carolina, benefiting both our economic and natural resource infrastructures. This series on nonprofits making an impact in our communities in South Carolina is sponsored by NP Strategy and the Sisters of Charity Foundation of South Carolina. Ethel, tell us about the mission of Sustain SC. Sustain SC is a 501c3, and our mission is to connect the sustainability goals of business in South Carolina with local natural resource solutions, benefiting our environment, our economy, and people. Tell us about when and why the organization was formed. So really the um, beginning of Sustain SC came out of an idea years ago um, in a partnership project that I did with the Low Country Land Trust. And this developed out of the Boeing mitigation project. So when Boeing came to South Carolina, they very quickly, um, which we like here in South Carolina, wanted to do an expansion. And with that expansion, they needed, they were going to impact some wetlands. And so they wanted to streamline their permitting process. And so they brought everybody to the table, whether it was the conservation group, state and federal agencies, um, as well as the community. And they were able to receive their permit in six months and one day, which is unheard of. But they also invested in a very high priority conservation mitigation project in the East Cooper River Corridor. So for us, it was a win-win, right? Win for economic development, saving time and money with mitigation, win for conservation, a high priority conservation mitigation project. The Ports Authority came in right after that with their dredging project. Again, high investment in the East Cooper River Corridor, which is a very, you know, under industrial pressure um, with a $5 million revolving fund high priority conservation outcome, they got the permit for the dredging project. Volvo, right after that. So what we saw was a, an immediate model at the intersection of commerce and conservation. And so we worked on a regional level, bringing this cross-sector group to the table, some of which in the past had, had been viewed maybe as polarizing or, or at odds with one another, um, to really talk, talk about urgency and growth in the low country and how we can work with industry, with state and federal agencies, with conservation groups, um, with economic development groups, with a common vision of both supporting our economy and protecting our natural resources. What we really saw out of that was a statewide model. So we really felt like that was a very successful regional model, but we wanted to see this impact and this intersection of commerce and conservation and bringing these stakeholder groups together at a statewide level. What we know um, is that in South Carolina, we have 21 million acres and that's finite. Um, we reached 5 million in population last year, it took us about 290 plus years to get there. We're gonna more than double that um, in the next 60 to 70 years. And we are led by forestry and ag as our number one and two economic drivers and then tourism being a close third. So our natural resource-based economy is um, really what supports our state. But BMW came in 1994, 97. And with that, we had a huge advanced manufacturing boom in South Carolina. 
What we did about three years ago um, with the same idea of bringing together these stakeholders all around the table, looking at the balance of commerce and conservation is understanding that that's what makes up of our state, the mountains to the sea. We brought them all together, state agencies, every state agency, all the conservation group representatives, um, a lot of advanced manufacturing from our Walmart, Boeing, BP, Michelin, um, as well as forestry and ag, and started having real conversations about what land and water use looked like across the state. Um, we went through about a year of facilitated conversation about how we defined these different um, variables, whether they be um, natural resource conservation, recreation, development, water use, and then we actually created the watershed resource registry. It, um, we're the number, we're the first state in, in EPA region four to have one of these. So it is a mitigation tool um, that can be used. It's consensus built. It can be used to streamline your mitigation because we had everyone at the table creating it. So saving you time and money on the permittee side, but elevating the conservation outcome through the mitigation project. So that was really the first two years of, of our work. Number one, collaboration, getting everybody around the table that you do not normally see in the same room. Number two, understanding that we needed a pilot project. We needed a tangible that we could create that showcased what consensus building looks like when it comes to this intersection of both commerce and conservation. So making sure that we're investing in our economy, we're providing jobs, we are bringing more industry to the state of South Carolina, but at the same time protecting our natural resource-based infrastructure. So what is new for the organization in 2021? So we're really excited. Um, March 9th, we launched our public brand, Sustain SC. Um, and again, the mission is very clear. It is to connect the sustainability goals of commerce in South Carolina with local natural resource solutions, benefiting our economy, environment, and people. And what we are really working on here is looking at all the industry that we have in South Carolina. So we know we have Michelin and Boeing kind of bordering our state, BMW, Volvo, Mercedes, Walmart, Amazon, Google. Um, so all of these companies are part of, of kind of our, our network. And so what we realized is that companies are investing more and more in their sustainability goals. Um, you hear every day a company that has said, we're going to be net zero by 2030. We are going to be all renewables by 2040. We're going to be water positive. And all of these companies that are making these goals are, are right here in South Carolina. And so it just is an obvious opportunity to help them commit to those goals or quantitatively move the, the pendulum forward towards these sustainability goals with local natural resource solutions in South Carolina. So if they're here and they have a footprint here and they're part of kind of the the thread of South Carolina, we want to connect the dots um, to really help them be able to go back to their headquarters in Sweden or Germany or California and say, here in South Carolina, we're a part of this conversation. We're a part of helping our company become sustainable. So the way we're doing that, so the programs that we put into place to really help us achieve that goal is first, we have a corporate membership network 
We have 25 of these companies that are coming together monthly and really working um, in a safe space to start to talk about their sustainability goals. And it's really everything from a 101 conversation. So you have the governmental relations and communications people in the room really learning um, about these sustainability goals and the vernacular to what are the challenges and what are the opportunities in South Carolina where they can invest. And the magic that we are really working towards is helping them see where they can get to their sustainability goals right here, working with our conservation groups. So our Sustainability Leadership Institute is another thing that we are launching. The application process will start next month. And that's in partnership with Furman University. We will have 24 fellows that come together around a curriculum. It'll be a certified program, a South Carolina certified program, much like the Diversity Leadership Institute at Furman through the Raleigh Institute program. Um, and so we're extremely excited about this initiative because the class matrix will be very balanced with the, with the stakeholders we've already mentioned. And we will have um, the Sustain SC seal where we are, gonna, we are already working on specific projects, bringing the private industry funding in with kind of leveraging state and federal funding, federal um, and state conservation dollars. And so the, the projects that we really have impact on where we can bring private dollars um, towards those projects, we will give out the sustained SC seal um, to one of those projects annually. The real um, effort too is telling the story, right? So we are a very unique state. We're the mountains to the sea. We're led by our natural resources with our economy, but we've got a lot of incredible companies here. And so we wanna tell the story of what's already happening here at this intersection, but also tell the story as we hope to influence more and more of these commitments towards their sustainability goals, towards commerce's sustainability goals in South Carolina. But what we believe more than anything is we can tell this story inside our state, but outside of South Carolina, we are the future of commerce and conservation. You mentioned something that you often hear in economic development circles, that commerce and conservation are perceived at least as at odds with each other. How do you address that question? So what we have found with the companies that are here in South Carolina is that they are very committed to what is called ESG, environment, um, social and governance compliance. And this is really being driven by their investors so, and their shareholders. So what we saw in 2020 was ESG investments more than tripled in 2020. So we really see these companies because of the investors, because of the consumers, because of their employees are being held accountable to their sustainability goals. And those fall in four key markets, water quality and quantity, carbon neutrality, renewable energy, and the circular economy. And what we think we bring an opportunity, which is a unique opportunity because in the past, these um, commerce and conservation has seen working at odds together. But if we can be strategic and if we can break down these boundaries and we can get everyone in the same room, which is what we've been doing over the past three years, there is true opportunity for these companies to invest right here in South Carolina with a new income stream for conservation. 
So it will only move us forward in protecting those natural resources that we are all both using, but also can protect to make sure we have in perpetuity moving forward. What are you most proud of in terms of accomplishments at Sustain SC? You know, I think the, the Boeing mitigation project to me is the poster child of, of really what got this project started. Um, because what they did, and it really was a common denominator between all the, the mitigation projects we've talked about, was brought everybody to the table, those that would have been opposed, right, if you're, if you're impacting wetlands. And they were able to have very open conversations, and they really invested and went way beyond what they needed to do for their mitigation offset in the East Cooper River Corridor, they invested $12 million. So what we call that is charismatic mitigation. So that they invested in being a, a resident and being a neighbor and being, you know, for their employees and making sure they were protecting the natural resources that brought them here in the first place. That got the EPA Smart Sector Award on a national level. It was stamped as how to do mitigation nationally, which is, work together, work towards a common goal and make sure there's an economic development win and a conservation win outcome. And that's, that is simple math, although it's not so simple in, in, in process. These companies are voluntarily setting these goals. And when you're looking at this through an economic development lens, whether you're looking at it from a commerce level or you're looking at it from a regional economic development lens, companies are looking for states that allow them to be part of the sustainability conversation. It is another economic incentive to have Sustain SC here where they can automatically plug in, be a part of our corporate membership network and be amongst their colleagues to have these conversations of how they can help meet locally some of their sustainability goals. They wanna be at the corporate headquarter table back whether it's in California, like I mentioned earlier, or Sweden or Germany, they wanna be having um, of these conversations. And so it, it truly can be set up as a win-win for both, for both parties. And so what I'm proudest of and, and proudest for my board and my founding board is that people, we have gotten all of these different stakeholders to the table to have open and honest conversations and to be able to break down some of those boundaries and to be able to develop relationships and trust and pick up the phone and call each other. And that's only going to move us forward, balancing both our economy and our natural resources. How can businesses become involved with Sustain SC? The way to get involved with Sustain SC is through our membership program. So we have developed a membership program that allows you to engage in our membership events. We have regional roundtable events where we're bringing together these diverse stakeholders within their region to have these conversations, um, as well as our annual event, which will be held October 28th in Columbia at Central Energy. But if you go online to sustainsouthcarolina.org, you can find um, our link to membership and just get involved. Again, we launched our brand March 9th. We are, we are new and fresh um, as far as working with our public, but we're excited for everybody to, to become a part. This is, this is somewhere where we can all work together towards our common goal. That was our conversation with the president and CEO of Sustain SC, Ethel Bunch. 
This series on nonprofits making an impact in our communities in South Carolina is sponsored by NP Strategy and the Sisters of Charity Foundation of South Carolina.